You are now in tune to a 726 studio production. <laughs> yeah, let me stop my shit. Yo, what's up? Welcome back to Planet Josh. I'm Josh and I will be your host for today. Hold up. I'm always going to be your host. Never mind all that nonsense. But before I get into this episode, I would like to let you guys know that we are now on Instagram. The purpose of this IG page is to keep you guys posted on everything that's happening related to the podcast and to let you have the chance to be involved. Like I said back in the intro, I'm taking you guys to my planet, but we're going there together. So feel free to drop any suggestions, you know, topics you would like me to discuss on future episodes, and let's see if it happens. With that said, you can find us at underscore planet Josh underscore. I will leave a link in the description to make it easier for you guys to find. And also to those of you who are listening for the first time, welcome aboard. Thanks for joining. And feel free to go back and check out our older episodes. Okay, so now back on track. We are now at episode number three. And like the title says, more than a game. Today, I will be talking about sports and the way it has impacted my life. So, I guess it's safe to say that sports has been a part of my life since birth, due to the fact that my dad was a huge sports lover. He loved sports so much that he invested a lot of his time and money into it. In terms of time, it would be whether it was going to sporting events, no matter where they were, or watching them on the TV. And on the TV, it would be mostly that of NBA and MLB. And for the money side it would be sponsoring different sports teams, mostly that of local football teams. So my childhood was not short of its fair share of sports. Every morning before I would go to school, Sports Center would be on, you know, showing highlights of the games from the previous day and giving different news relating to the different sporting leagues and players and what's not. So because Sports Center isn't solely focused on one sport, I saw highlights of sports that I didn't even watch, such as hockey, golf, tennis. But, you know, I watched it. I watched the highlights nonetheless. Because my day started with sports, it was only right that it would reappear at some point in the day later on. And that would usually be around maybe 5 p.m. in the evening because my family's business would close at that time. And that would be when my brother and one of the guys that worked at the store would come and play football with me and my friends. So in my yard, we played three different sports, football, basketball, and baseball. Basketball was possible thanks to the fact that we had a rim at my house and just enough space to play, you know, kids. We don't need that much space to run around because they're pretty small. I would usually get a piece of chalk and draw lines that would be the free throw lines and the three-pointer line. On days that I didn't have chalk, I would find a piece of rock that would probably have a little point and scratch along lines on the cement and that would stay there for a while. And when it fades away, we do it all over again. Whereas for football, we have grass and we had a ball. So we just needed to find rocks and that would be our goalpost for the day. Rocks would be used once again for baseball. Those would be our bases and the ball would usually be a tennis ball and the bat would pretty much be any stick we could find. Then later at night, it would be time to watch baseball games or basketball games. And I grew up being a Laker fan. I still am to this day. 
and that came at its own cost. Sadly, the time difference between Belize and LA caused most Lakers game to start at maybe 8.30 or 9 Belize time. And being a kid, I wasn't allowed to stay up that late to watch a game. So more often than not, I would go to sleep wondering if my team would win or if they would lose. And that's where we come right back to SportsCenter. In the mornings, I would then watch the highlights to recap what I missed. And though it wasn't the same as watching the game live, at least you found out the results and you got to see little pieces of the game. As I got older, I got into the habit of reading the newspaper. And thanks to my family having a business and selling the local newspapers, I would just do it right there and page through and get to, of course, the sports section. The newspaper I would read the most would probably be the Amandala newspaper. And they had a lot of articles, so trying to find a sports section was a lot of paging. And these newspapers would only come out twice a week, on Tuesdays and Fridays. So, you know, you get to recap a lot of things that have happened over numerous days. I would just look at the different sporting events that happen all over the country. And the one that would grab my attention more often than not would be that of football, you know, for the National League. And I would look at the standings, where the teams rank, of course, paying keen attention to that of my hometown team. And these statistics would amaze me. Like you look at the guys who are leading the league and scoring goals or in a certain game, this guy scored so many goals and that type of stuff. I would also take a look at the basketball side of things, but at that time, you know, basketball was mostly centered in Belize City, but nonetheless, I would look and once again be amazed by the statistics like, oh, so many points, rebounds, whatever, whatever. And the biggest part was that of the pictures, because, you know, you're a kid, nothing's more eye-catching than pictures. Words are boring, but the pictures are cool to look at. And, you know, sadly, most newspapers in Belize were in black and white, with the exception of the reporter that had certain sections in color. And luckily, one of those sections that they had in color was that of the sports section. It was very hard to say, pleasing to the eye to watch these pictures in color, you know, action shots in color. Once again, reading probably the same things I already read in the Amandala like from different writers. So it has a little different wording. But that's just how interested I am in reading about sports. So reading about sports expanded to more than just local newspapers. So being from Punta Gorda, Belize, we're about maybe an hour away from Puerto Barrios, it's about Guatemala. And there would be boats that go to and from there daily. And so we would tend to have a copy of the Guatemala newspaper Nuestro Diario. And of course, I go straight to the sports section, or I mean, in their own, in the Spanish language, Deportes. And I did not know anything I was looking at. I obviously couldn't understand anything I was seeing, any of the words. To this day, my Spanish is so-so, but then it was non-existent. But of course, I'm looking at the scores, the pictures, everything is in color. So it's like amazing. <laughs> and... So I'm looking at the different scores. I can even remember names such as Comunicaciones or Municipal. You know, I'm not even from Guatemala, but I know about teams from there just because of the newspaper. So when I was around 10, I moved to the capital of Belize, which is Wilmapan. And well, you know, like I've mentioned previously, the only place I would play sports would be in that of my yard. 
But now going to Bamapan, it wasn't the same. I didn't have the same friends. I didn't even know anyone yet. And well, the yard was different. I wasn't able to be playing sports there like I did back at home. So now I live near a park. And at this park, every Sunday, guys would be there playing football. And well, I grew up watching a lot of football and playing it in my yard, but not playing with others. Nonetheless, I went and I started playing with them. So this was my first experience of really playing with people that I didn't really know. And it was pretty good. So now fast forward through to standard five later in the, later in the school year, I joined my first sports team. And if you know me, you would think that it would be basketball, but you would be completely wrong. It was actually that of the softball team, because lucky for me, I knew how to catch a ball with a mitt. That's about it. My batting skills were basically shit, but when it comes to catching the ball and that sort of stuff, I was pretty good at it. So now I'm on the team, and when you're on a team, it's more than just yourself, obviously. So in that moment, you have to be able to work well with others. You know, each of you have different skills, but those skills are combined in order to complete a task. And, you know, that's a life lesson I've learned. Over the years, I've met so many different people and, you know, not everyone, everyone's definitely not the same, whether it's their skill set or their behavior or whatever it may be. But if you're on the same team together, you got to find a way to work together in order to accomplish the goal. And so that's something that sports has been able to teach me, whether it was through playing softball or, of course, basketball or even volleyball that I played occasionally, rarely, but I still played nonetheless. I mean, I'm not talking about it because I was definitely horrible at it, but let's just forget that part of my life. So anyways, another thing that sports has brought to me was connecting with others, you know, through sports. You meet people who you get along with and at the same time, those you disagree with. Like take, for example, you go to a sporting event and you're sitting there and there are others around you that you clearly don't know. You're strangers. But at the end of the day, they're fans of the same team you're supporting. So you're bonding with them at that moment because, well, you're both fans of the same team. You have that one thing in common. And there may even be times you meet people who are supporting the opposing team and you get along with them. I've had situations where it's like when I was growing up, I would go to these I would go to these football games with my dad and there would be people there that are supporting the other team. But, you know, you have that friendly conversation, that little back and forth, a little argument, just because, of course, you're on opposing sides. Meanwhile, there are some people that take it to the next level. Some people get too emotionally involved into the games. Like, they would like to curse you out and want to fight with you over the game. Like, chill. You're not even playing. We're all just fans watching. And, like, that's what it brings me to the NPA. Stuff like the NBA that I'm watching right now. When a game is happening, you're scrolling through Facebook as it happens. And you just see all of these people posting so many different things, you know, their opinions on the game. And some people can get a bit carried away with their quote unquote opinion to the point where it's like, you know, how to say it, insulting players and teams. They take it beyond the game. They're like, I've seen it too many times for who LeBron. I'm not even a LeBron fan. Like, oh, LeBron's a bitch. He likes to cry. He likes this and 
you know, just bringing him down. Or, like, I mean, sure, there are things that you don't like about them, but you don't go after someone's character just based off of a game. And that's the ugly side of sports, to be quite honest. And there's nothing we can do about it, but it's very frustrating to look at and to be back and forth in. Like, don't get me wrong. When I was younger, like maybe around 12, 13, you know, just going into high school, I was deeply invested into watching the NBA. Like I said, I grew up a Laker fan and I'm a heavy Kobe fan. So at that time, for some reason, people in my class, a lot of them didn't like Kobe and the Lakers. And even at home, no one at my house is a Laker fan besides myself. And, you know, I'm always on an island. So, but back to the classroom. I would have classmates that go back and forth arguing about who's better, Kobe or LeBron. And you best believe I'm arguing my lungs out to defend Kobe because I'm a Kobe fan. But stuff like that doesn't move me anymore as I grew up and I got older because I'm like, eh, why are we arguing about these guys to the level that we do? At the end of the day, it's a game. And they don't know that we're arguing over here wanting to fight one another. So why do we even bother to do it? But like I said, it's something that we just can't get rid of in sports. It's always going to be there. But enough about those negative moments. Let me get back to the positive side of it. Like when it comes to connecting with others that you clearly don't know. So back in 2010, I was in LA around the time of the NBA Finals, which featured the Lakers and the Celtics. And when I got there, it was at the later parts of the series. So I was in LA when Game 6 and Game 7 was happening, but Game 6, I just watched it at my aunt's house and it was a big blowout for the Lakers. Meanwhile now for Game 7, we went out to a restaurant to eat and well, you know, near the bar section, they would have the big television screens playing the game because of course it's LA, so you gotta show the Lakers. And majority of the people in there were Lakers fans. You saw a couple, like maybe one or two people with Celtics jerseys on, but you know, the vast majority are Lakers fans. And, you know, growing up in the house, like I said, no one else was a Laker fan beside myself. I was always on my own. So being a group with people that are all supporting the Lakers, it felt good. I'm like, yeah, this is right where I belong. And then fast forward down to the championship parade that we went to. Once again, you're in a sea of Lakers fans. They're all there supporting the same thing as you. And it's a good feeling because like, you feel a sense of belonging, like, yeah. So now, besides just connecting with these random strangers, basketball has allowed me to make a lot of good friends over the years. And I would say most notably, back home in Punta Gorda, my hometown is where I've made my closest friends through basketball. So, you know, I lived in Belmopan from maybe age 10 all the way to 17, 18. I would go back to PG for holidays such as summer, Christmas, Easter, whatever, but still being in Belmopan for the majority of the time. And during these different vacations, they would have different basketball tournaments. And I knew guys based on the fact that our parents were friends. So one guy was like, hey, you want to play with us on our team? And I was like, sure, let's go. And that's how I got to meet their friends. And I got cool with those guys. To this day, I'm still cool with those guys, but they aren't the ones that I'm talking about when I talk about close friends. So one summer, I wasn't on any team because no one hit me up to play. And this one guy saw me. and He's like, so you playing this year? I'm like, no, nah, I'm not on any team. He's like, oh, I got you. And that's because the 
he was someone I would always play against. So I'm like, all right, fuck it, let's go. And that's where I come to my DYS crew. You know yourself, so I don't even have to point you out. But nonetheless, those are my guys. It's like a brotherhood. We hang out all, more often than not when I'm at home. Whether it's where just chilling at my house, playing video games, we go somewhere, chill, take some drinks, or we at, are we on the court. Or just chilling. Those are my guys. And it even made me get closer to family members through the same DYS team. Because I've had cousins that live in PG as well that I knew they were related to me. But we were at no point close to each other. Like if I see them, I would probably just acknowledge them. But that's about it. But getting to know them through the team and then hanging out. I sometimes go to their house. They come to mine. So it allowed me to get closer to family members as well. Also here in Taiwan, I kept on the trend of making new friends. You know, being in a different country. They speak Mandarin and I speak English. But if it's one language we both speak for sure, it's that of basketball. So... There are a lot of guys from different departments here at school that I've played against since I've been here. And a lot of them don't know English, and I sure as hell don't know Mandarin to communicate with them. But over time, we've become acquaintances, maybe friends if you want to call it. But it's a cool vibe. Like you see them, it's like, hey, what's up? We use a little small talk we're able to use. And we also use other words that I'm not going to use here. We use them both in English and Chinese, but... Yeah, I don't want to get into those words right about now. Having these friendships with these Taiwanese guys has allowed me the chance to play with them in tournaments outside of school. And also over the past winter break, when they rented an indoor court, gave me the chance to go and hoop with them. So it's like, you know, just building connections. And it's always been a good time. Last but not least, the most important thing about sports, mostly basketball, but not only basketball, is that it has allowed me a place of peace. You know, you're a kid, you don't know you're stressed, but in those moments, you just go and you go bounce the ball and you shoot it, and it just feels really good to be out there. Or, like when I would be getting sick, I would go outside and play and sweat, and it just it just feels better to just sweat it all out. It helps to boost your body, get better, or that's how it felt to me at that time. But yeah, it's always been my number one source of therapy. And to this day, it still is. Even though there are times that I tend to, you know, drift away from it, much like my dad, I'm stubborn. I remember so many times in his later years, he would always say, oh, I'm done going to football games or, you know, I'm I'm not wasting my time watching those games. Yeah, he says that now. And when it's game day, who's out there in their T-shirt? He's right there. He didn't miss a game. And the same goes for me. As much as I say, like, for example, with the whole bickering about sports, it turns me off about watching stuff like the NBA at times. I'm not as invested as I was when I was maybe in high school, you know, keeping up with stats and all that type of stuff. But I still keep track of what's happening because, like, hey, I love the game. And when you love something, you just can't get rid of it just like that. So for you guys that aren't interested in sports, if you made it this far, thank you for staying on. At the end of the day, you got to find something that brings you that joy, whether you're actually doing it or watching it or listening to it, whether it be videos, music or sports like myself. You just got to find that muse, you know, that one thing that just keeps you going. You know, you just got to find that thing for you. With that said, we have now reached the end of episode three. Catch you guys next week on whatever is your go to streaming platform. 
Until then, peace. Thank you.